You're listening to Tim Talks, Taking Interest in Ministry, a conversation between two great friends with over 70 years of ministry between them. Ministering on opposite sides of the border, Dr. Al Stone is the General Director of Bearing Precious Seed Canada and Pastor Emeritus of the Bible Baptist Church in St. Thomas, Ontario, Canada, while Pastor Dan Wolven pastors the North Columbus Baptist Church in Columbus, Ohio. Listen now as Al and Dan review and relate their experiences in hopes of helping others who are taking an interest in ministry. Now, here is Tim Talks. Welcome to Tim Talks. The wow, Israel still. Oh, yeah. Even even though you're, we're recording, but when you hear this, you're not there. But No, I'm there, but I'm not all you're, there. You're making up for it. <laughs> I bring it with me. I bring it everywhere I go now. Tim Hortons in the, in the car, in the cup, in the body. It's all good. It's good. <laughs> and I go, I go to Walmart and I buy the Italian sweet cream. I put it in the Tim Hortons coffee. You're home. You're home. Uh, or the the Duncan. What Duncan extra extra. Yeah, there you go. Yep. 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 So there you go. You can do it. You yeah, can well, do it. Some people like that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Always with you. Ever available. There it is. The silent. Ah, water. It's got a silence Flavored on it. with water. Yeah. Flavored with extra H. <laughs> you already got two O, so let's go with the H. <laughs> o H. O H. That's I right. O. That's right. That's right. Wow, what a what are going on in our world, eh? Yes. Unbelievable. Um, we've seen this in our lifetime a number of times. This thing in Israel and other parts of the world. Um, it, it's. It's an exciting time for me. Every every time I turn on the news, I expect the next thing that is going to happen is there's going to be a large trumpet sound and we're Amen. out of here. Amen. Um, I don't know how close we are, but it seems that we're getting closer anyways. And Amen. I know we've had world conflict, Israel and Hamas and and um, the, the Shiite Muslims and all, all that has been on for a long time. But uh, yeah, 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 it's incredible. Hey, I promised on... Um, Monday that I tell you about Hezbollah. Yes. And so I'm in Israel. This is a number of years ago. And we go on our trip. We go right up into the northern corner of Lebanon, Syria, and Israel. And we mm-hmm. look out over into a demilitarized zone. So if you're looking at New Jersey, it would be like the corner right next to Staten yes. Island, right up there by right. New York City. Yep. Yep. Right, right. So I'm looking to my left and I see Lebanon. Looking to my right, I see Syria. Mm-hmm. And so we finish up and we start heading east and we go to another lookout area where we can see Syria a little better. And um, as we get out of the bus, we go to this fence, we're looking across and all these vehicles come rushing up the road on the other side of the fence in the other country. And they hoist up the, the uh, PLO flag uh-huh. and all these guys start shooting their firearms into the air and they're yelling hezbollah 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 it was amazing <laughs> and people on the bus are like what's going on i'm like that's hezbollah that's a hezbollah meeting right there I'm like really so fortunately the guns were going up in the air and not towards us so um, yes and what yeah, did you so- say monday about 
always feeling safe and oh, safe. there's never yeah. any problems and <laughs> no there isn't don't pay that's attention to the man no behind the iron the man behind the curtain that's right now listen we were nervous but then i broke out my captain canada jacket once those guys saw that captain canada jacket it was weapons away and we're out of here don't worry captain canada's got you got you so yeah, that was uh, that was pretty cool. But yeah, we got on the bus. Everybody's laughing, you know. Carrie and I. What was it? I said that was a Hezbollah meeting. Like Hezbollah, yeah, Hezbollah. <laughs> so, they're not mad at us, folks. They're not mad at us. We haven't done anything to them. <laughs> so yes, they are. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. We are an they ally are now. of Israel. Well, they we've are now. always been. They've always been mad at us. They just don't want to take us on. That's they hate true. Israel worse. That's true. Oh, absolutely. And, and anyone right, who right helps there. Israel deserves hatred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's that's a large part of this world. Large yeah, so for the world. teenagers listening, uh, if you haven't already gone to sleep because you're not paying attention to world <laughs> events, uh, this goes all the way back to Abraham, yeah. Sarah, Hagar, Isaac and Ishmael, and Isaac. Yep. Yeah, that's right. Absolutely right. So, um, let's look, again for those of them maybe just you know coming into that age to understand. So, Ishmael is Abraham's son through a bondwoman, an Egyptian woman, Hagar, the older a, son. Yeah, the older son. You know, so and, what uh, what he would say, what we would say is the firstborn. Right. 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 I will say this, this. Here's something I learned in Israel that the Arabs, we had an Arab guy for a number of years. When he talked about his lineage, it was always Father Abraham, Father Abraham, our Father mm-hmm. Abraham. Yep. The Jews trace their lineage through the mother, through their mother. That's why Mary is so important in the lineage of Jesus. So um, a Jew is a Jew because their mother is a Jew. An Arab is an Arab because their father is Abraham. And so that's the story. So that's they, they keep those separated. And so I said to my guide, "What about what about Hagar? Our father is Abraham. They don't they don't talk about that. That's <laughs> funny. So yeah. So then Ishmael's uh, Ishmael's the firstborn, and then Isaac's born, which is the promise of God. Yes, and he becomes the lineage of the Jewish people. He is the son of promise. Yes, he is. He is, and a blessing to all the people of the world, because Jesus Christ comes through the Jews. So that's what that's what the deal is. Yeah, so, so there's been that hatred. So Hagar and Ishmael were kicked out of the mm-hmm. family because and Sarah. Ha- Hagar thought she was going to die, but yeah. the Lord spared them. Yeah, and and Arab uh, uh, Abraham asked a blessing upon Ishmael. He asked God to to keep him and protect him, and he did. And here's what we have today: we have this conflict uh, because of those two half-brothers still fighting against each other. It's really sad. Sad, but it's Bible. And it has to be. It's going to be. And uh, we're watching it unfold in our eyes. You're, you're watching history unfold uh, as you watch the news. And again, we're recording this uh, while it's still in conflict. It, it, it could be over by the time that we're recording this. I don't know. Yes, but uh, very doubtful. Highly unlikely. Highly unlikely. But uh, just to put in perspective, so it's been just over a week, and um, while we record this, Israel is mounting their attack. Right. So that's what's going on. Yeah. Um, how does this? How does this affect the rest of the world? Do you think? Does it affect the rest of the world? 
Yes, and and I want to get into one more thing, just real quick. Yeah. Bible. Sure. Um, yeah. God gave Abraham the land, and he said, everywhere mm-hmm. we're going to walk, you're going to look all over the place, you're going to walk up and down it, that's all yours, I've given it to you. And so the conflict, now, of course, just uh, three generations later, they go into Egypt. And so while they're there for 430 years, Ishmael's children populate the, uh, the Israel. And, of course, uh, not only Ishmael, but, uh, you know, they all have that lineage back. And so whenever Israel came out through the miracle of God from Egypt, and came into the land and all of the battles with Joshua all the way down to Saul and David and on and on and on. Um, That's what's still being fought today is they believe they have a claim there because they settled and built cities there and Israel believes, no, God gave it to Abraham and uh, Isaac is the seed of promise. Therefore, everything that God gave Abraham is ours, and the others are saying, no, our father's Abraham too, and we're here before you guys. Right, that that right. sort of is, is yes. loosely just so the right. teens are able to at least grasp what's going on. Right. And somebody put this into perspective for me. So you in America and we in Canada have a native peoples, mm-hmm. an indigenous peoples, and their claim is much the same as those as the Palestinians. We were here first. We settled cities, and you know we had we had this country. You came in and took it away from us, and we said, "Okay, you can have this parcel of land, and right. we're going to give that to you, and you're going to live there." And it's very, very similar. Very, very similar. similar. Yep. And we, you know, in Canada, that's often a um, a bone of contention here between both groups. And uh, we were talking about it one day, and and somebody jokingly said, "Well, we won the war." And somebody says, "Well, what if the what if the Muslim population, what if the Arab world invaded Canada or the United States and took control of it and said, okay, we're going to give you this city. That's where yes. you're all going to live.' Same thing. Yep. Same thing. Yep. So it's you can understand some of those sides, mm-hmm. but um, because God gave it to. To Israel because God said that's your land. That's right. And in 1948, the United Nations declared Israel to be a legitimate country and settled those boundaries, and it's been in contention ever since. And that's why we're here today, and that's why the fighting's going on. Yeah, Israel yeah. as a state had not existed for centuries and centuries right. until then. And, of course, uh, you know, a word that you need to learn is pogrom, P-O-G-R-O-M. A pogrom is an organized and orchestrated planned attack upon Jewish people. And so over the centuries, all through Europe, all through Russia, um, you know, all through the Middle East, the Jewish people have been just really um, just attempted to be annihilated wiped off the face of the Mm -hmm. earth and so Mm -hmm. finally after the holocaust they said that's it we're all going to our own home and that's whenever Mm -hmm. they went back to back to israel and there was great conflict there but established a state 
Pogrom, word of the day with explanation, ladies and gentlemen. A new added feature here. Not only are we going to throw these big words at you, we'll actually tell you what they mean once in a while. (laughs) Pogrom. For centuries and centuries. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, despicable, terrible things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, There have been other conflicts in the world where there have been atrocities, but it's been so long on the Israelite people. And, you know, there are people that actually tried to deny that there was a Holocaust. Mm-hmm. And I don't I, I just don't see how you can do that with the evidence they have. But, yeah, um, and I will say this. Israel is a tough nation to deal with. They're tough people, but they have to be. They're in a constant survival yeah, mode. They're ever looking over their shoulder to see if someone's going to try to take them out. So yeah, I can understand why they're 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 very serious people. They're very. Um, Strong people, and they, they're all businessmen. They don't mess around. Well, that's so. why they have their nation is because they have assimilated into many, many other nations over centuries. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're mm-hmm. talking about, uh, you know, 2,000, probably about 3,000 years. But, I mean, centuries and centuries and centuries. And finally they said, we're, we're getting killed by everybody Let's go establish our own state where we can keep ourselves safe. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, how how do you think this is impacting the rest of our world? Oh, wow. Well, obviously, uh, it's brought about those that are for Israel and those that are against Israel. As we're recording this today, this has been called a day of jihad, uh, now, I don't know if it's officially been called that, but mm-hmm. but former jihadists and former people who are part of uh, uh, just some of these organizations, they've called for today to be a day of jihad. And so right. our, in the United States, I thought it was almost amusing, uh, but on Fox News yesterday, they were interviewing, um, I think it was Comer, or maybe not, maybe it's uh, the head of the foreign uh, intelligence. But anyway, uh, they were interviewing him, and they said, now, Friday, they're announcing is, uh, is a day of protests around the world. And he said, stop right there. Jihad is a lot different than a protest. And yeah. we anticipate and fear that more than just protests may wind up going on. We hope not, but jihad is a lot different than protest, and he let them go on. Mm-hmm. So understanding, you know, there could be a lot of things happen right. today all across the world. Right, right. I, I think of areas of North America, um, you know, Detroit has oh, yes. a huge Arab yes. population outside of Detroit. Yep. Um, we have a huge Arab population in Canada. Um, Muslim population. So th- there's definitely a concern. There's a watch. And we'd say, well, th- they're not going to they're not going to do anything cuz they live here. Well, unfortunately, you know, that's they have family there. They have, you know, ties there. Um it's it's it can be concern for yeah. sure. And I understand that, you know, they've caught some suspicious people coming across even the Mexican border into the United States that have been from Lebanon, been from Syria, uh, been some 
folks that they've been watching for a while, terrorist you know, actions. So, yeah, it's sad that we have to be on guard. And I think 9-11 is a constant reminder of just how it can happen. And that caught us in North America completely off guard, completely off guard. So, And it sure uh, seems world. like Israel was caught off guard this time. Oh, you absolutely. Know, now, there was a report that Egypt had warned Israel three days earlier, but I don't know if that's true mm-hmm. or not, you know. And, of course, right, right. every warning you get from every warning you get from yeah. an Arab may be yeah. sleight of hand, you know, in their yeah. way of thinking. I'm not saying legitimately, but in their way of thinking, they've right. got to sort of test it out and try to determine the veracity of it and everything. Right, right. I don't think we can get into great detail. Sure, no. I could, anyways. But there are two. There are two branches of Islam. There is the Shiites, and there are the Sunnis. And it, it's a long story, but um, each of them come from a different branch of Islam. And one is a little more militant than the other. The Shiite Muslims are. Uh, would you say more politically motivated and and um, aggressive? I had somebody explain it this way. They said, uh, and I thought it was rather interesting. They said the difference. They both hold the same beliefs, but the difference is to the degree that they uh, enact right. those beliefs. And so right. you know, they said, they said it's just like. Um, those that uh, are Calvinist, you know, some that are moderate Calvinists and some that are right. uh, what we would say uh, ultra Calvinists. You know, it's uh, right, they both right. believe the same and talk the same, but they just behave differently. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So Iran is predominantly Shiite. Yes. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. So they in Iran just they hate Israel. Yeah. They want to annihilate Israel. And I'll tell you, if I was the if I was the president of Israel, it would be very difficult not to launch a missile in Tehran and just say, we've had it with you. You're the source of a lot of our grief. You're constantly bringing these things upon us and we're done. It, it'd well, be hard. Well, not the to. point is the the Obama administration and now the Biden administration have eased up on their f- sanctions, and while they will say they don't want them to have a nuclear weapon, they're allowing right. them to progress in developing a nuclear weapon. And Israel has said for decades, Iran yeah. is not going to have a nuclear weapon. And of course, right. people will say, well, what's it like? Iran really would drop a nuclear bomb on Israel. Oh, well, what just happened? In a heartbeat. You know, yeah. you, you, they in a heartbeat. they murdered and decapitated little babies. I mean, they yeah. they went to a daycare center, set a uh, truck tire on on fire, and rolled it in there and watched the little kids burn. So, I mean, mm-hmm. they're really not going to drop a nuke. Come on, you know, yeah, they'll right. they'll do it. And they do it rejoicingly, and so that's yeah. that's where we're at. We're not talking about all of the Palestinians, but the Palestinians that are you know involved in the terrorism. That's the that's that tip of the spear, 
and that's a lot of people in the West Bank. That's a lot of people in Gaza, and it's an entire couple of nations, well, three nations to the north. Right, and I want to I want to say too that I know people from Lebanon. I have met some Assyrians. Um, I've met Jordanians, and not everybody in those countries is ready to march into Israel with a weapon well, and just course. start massacring people, right? Um, sometimes it can come across that, that way, but that's not it at all. Most of those people just want to live in peace. They just want to have peace. But there's always extremists, and there's always those that think the only answer to everything is just you know through conflict. And so for those that are there and want to just live their lives, I feel, I feel for them. I feel for them. Um, but they've got to themselves somehow exterminate this kind of hostility and aggressive kind of group like Hamas, Hezbollah, some of those other organizations. So, yeah, I feel bad. I feel bad for some Well, at the very, very best of relationships, it's, it's like Ohioans and Michigans, you know, Michiganers. Mm. It's, it's like Oklahoma and Texas. You know, Auburn yeah. and Alabama. I mean, you know, they're, they're just, there's rivalries, you know, and that's just a sports right. rivalry. But people take those things to extremes, that's for sure. Sure. You know, and so that's that's the very best you can hope for is just right. having a mild rivalry with every right. one of those nations and people, groups that are surrounding them. And it just gets worse. Yeah. Yeah, everybody thinks that Michigan has um, uh, what do you call that? A, a militia. You know, they've got a militia of people that are ready to go at any time. They think that's to protect them from outside, but really, it's if Ohio State ever really, you know, gets going, um, they're ready to they're ready to march. <laughs> uh, well, we jest, but it's a serious day, and uh, we are praying for peace. We're pay- praying for Israel to. Um, be victorious and to be able to move forward and for us to be able to go and visit that beautiful place and that incredible history and Bible. Oh, my goodness. Oh, seeing the Bible come alive is so cool. And we didn't go through COVID. We waited. We thought it'd be a better time. And uh, here we are uh, on the doorstep of going, and uh, I'm praying. I'm praying we're able to go for sure. Yep. I'm Al Stone. Um, we do take trips to Israel. And we go every year uh, to the best of our ability. We have two trips planned, one in January, one in February of next year. We are working on three trips for 2025. And if you would like to go, would you get your name on the list at alstone.ca? You can go. There's a whole a separate page for Israel trips. And I'd like for you to sign up and go. And uh, we're going to be safe. We're going to be wise. Um, but we want to get people there to see it if we can. It'll help you for sure. I'm Al Stone. This is Dan Wolven in Columbus, Ohio. Please make sure you give us a rating, a review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. This is Tim Talks. We're going to be back on Friday to wrap this thing up, and hopefully by the time we, uh, by the time we uh, record this, um, it'll be done, and uh, we'll move on. But, uh, yeah, until then, stay faithful and get your news here at the most trustworthy news source of all, Tim Talks. So, by the, the way— I went to download an app yesterday on my phone. My phone was yeah. out of memory. And I'm thinking, come on. 
you know, it's got like 60 gigs on there, I think. Yeah. And so I yeah. went in there and it said, uh, if you would want to delete 578 podcasts, you know, it's like, oh, okay. So once you listen to them, try to remember yeah. to delete them after you listen to them. But I like oh, leaving them man. on in case I want to go back and hear something. So, yeah, absolutely. Not anymore. Um, now, yeah. Hey, I want you to know I picked up a number of new listeners, I believe, in the last couple of meetings I've had. Um, I've had several folks say that they've uh, either started listening or are going to start to listen. So, yeah, the numbers continue that's to grow. That's awesome. So we praise the Lord for that's, that. That's a great coincidence because I've turned off a lot of regular listeners from ever hearing again. So, neat, <laughs> neat. Great. Yes, we're both doing our great. job. There you go. <laughs> Tim Talks, we'll be back on Friday. We'll see you then. Have a great day. Eh? You've been listening to Tim Talks, taking interest in ministry, with new podcasts added each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. To learn more about your hosts, Dr. Al Stone and Pastor Dan Wolven, you can visit us at timtalks.com. That's T-I-I-M talks.com. <laughs>